Looking for something sexy? Well, you already know we've got steamy stories. But did you know we also make romantic movies, coloring books, and novels? So, if you get a kick out of J.C. Calciano's writing, go to his website, jccalciano.com, and see all the goodies he's got to offer you. A word of advice. Grab some popcorn, because he's got lots of wonderful entertainment there for you to enjoy. Now, on with the show. Briggs Barlow was flattered by his supervisor's invitation to spend a ski weekend at his law firm's luxury chalet in the nearby mountains. His boss confessed that his invitation included the request to be his wingman as he attempted to seduce the sexy local ski instructor. Skiing and hot guys? Ooh, seems like a good time to me. But when fate stepped in and caused him to tumble off a step stool, a newly twisted ankle seemed to indicate that it would be a sprained time for all. Who could have guessed that Briggs's bruise would be just the thing to help him score the mountain's most strapping stud? Some enjoy maneuvering a mountain on skis. Some prefer a snowboard. Me? Well, I just like going down on a sexy ski instructor. Hey everyone, it's me, Casey, your host for Steamy Stories, the podcast where bromance turns... <sighs> bromosexual. Today, we pack our mittens and scarves and head north to a luxurious lodge in the mountains. Today's steamy story is about a guy who scores a dude even sweeter than the hot cocoa in my mug. So, throw another log on the fire and get toasty, because I'm about to tell you a tale about a sexy snow bro. Briggs hadn't been skiing in years. As a teenager, he loved the sport. But when he started studying for the state's bar exam in his mid-twenties, time slipped away. He just didn't have the time to head up to the mountains and ski like he used to. At 30 years old, Briggs was at the top of his game at work. He was tall, lean, and handsome, making his co-workers swoon with his sharply dressed attire. The way his striking face complemented a stylish suit made him look more like a model for a Brooks Brothers ad than an actual attorney. One day, his boss Chad invited him to join him at his chalet for the weekend. The plan was for the two men to go over a big case that was up for review soon while partaking in a sport they both enjoyed. Come on, Briggs. You've worked here for six months now. Join me. We'll ski, drink, and cruise, guys. There's this hot instructor I eyeballed last time I was up there. I plan to pretend I'm a beginner and take a lesson from him. Guaranteed I'll score this stud by Sunday night. Briggs wasn't sure how it would be spending a whole weekend alone with Chad. He found his boss to be overly confident and brash at times. Chad was the quintessential hunky gym shark that seduced guys and never called them again. He embodied everything that Briggs disliked about the way dudes slept around. But Chad was his boss. 
and he didn't want to say no to a partner of the law firm he had just started working for. Uh, sure. All work and no play makes Briggs a dull boy, I guess, he joked as he accepted his boss's invitation. I'd love to join you at your chalet to ski, but just as long as I can work a bit, these case notes must be completed by Wednesday. Chad waved his hand as he dismissed Briggs, claiming, I have every confidence you'll get it done. I hired you not only because you came highly recommended by your previous boss and are a smart lawyer, but also because you seem like a cool guy and a team player. Let's just have a good time this weekend. The work will get done, eventually. Come to the office tomorrow, ready to head out to the slopes after work. We'll jump in my Range Rover when five o'clock hits and drive up the mountain. Briggs was looking forward to getting back to a sport he loved. That night, he had to dig through his old clothes and storage boxes, which were packed with his gloves, scarves, and a coat. After finally managing to pull down the box where his goggles were stored, he miscalculated the step down from the small ladder he was using. He hit the floor hard, like a bag of wet cement dropped from the roof. As he groaned in pain, he felt something was amiss with his ankle. Oh, great, Briggs thought as he slowly picked himself up. Still, he continued to pack his things and hoped he'd be okay in the morning. The next day, Briggs hobbled into the office, carrying a sizable overnight tote. Don't tell me you're bailing on me, Briggs, Chad called out from his office. What's with the limping? Uh, no, sir, I I'm all packed. I I'm sure I'll be able to ski. It's just a little bit swollen today. I, I twisted it pretty badly last night, but I'm confident I'll be able to hit the moguls hard with you when we get to the mountain. That's the spirit. Push through your obstacles and never say die. Well, let's get a productive day in today, and we'll head up the hill as soon as I can get all these briefings off my desk. Briggs did his best to stay off his ankle all day. He was convinced it was nothing to worry about, but still, rest would do it good. So he kept his foot elevated as much as possible. At about five o'clock, Chad called out in his booming voice, Briggs, let's do this. Quitting time. Let's get out of here. Briggs quickly packed his suitcase with his files and assorted paperwork he needed to complete by Monday and grabbed his gear. Time to head out for a weekend with the boss. Oh boy. The ride up to the chalet was uneventful. Both men sat quietly as the car trudged up the snow-covered mountain road. Chad played his favorite podcast, Storytime with Jack Turner, a collection of masterfully told classic short stories. Briggs was requested not to talk shop over the weekend. Let's just ski, drink, and bro out. This weekend should be about getting to know each other and shredding some serious slopes. 
In addition to planning on having a good time this weekend, Chad repeatedly bragged about how he intended to seduce the hot instructor he booked for two days' worth of private lessons. Briggs was taken aback when they pulled up to the snow-covered Swiss-style mountain chateau Chad owned. First-class everything. Beautiful plush rugs, heavily wooded walls, and an imposing stone fireplace made this weekend's accommodations the perfect hideaway for two handsome studs. I had my caretaker build a fire and stock the bar and fridge. We'll be all set for the weekend regarding food and booze. All you got to do tonight is unpack and join me for a drink by the fire. Done, Briggs replied, excited to be in such a lush and grand space. He couldn't deny that a drink and a warm fire sounded great. Chad almost instantly called through the cabin. Don't dawdle in your room unpacking too long. I'm beat. I'm going to crash early. This drink will knock me out, so get yourself settled and join me for a cocktail. I'll be right there. Pour me a glass of whatever you're having and I'll join you in a minute. Briggs hollered back. Next to the raging fire were two oversized leather chairs. A fur throw blanket thoughtfully slung across the arm of the chair made it almost comically cozy. Upon Briggs' arrival in the den, Chad quickly handed him a drink and invited him to unwind by the crackling blaze. Pretty damn nice, huh? Chad asked, fully knowing the answer to the question. These are the kind of perks that making partner in the firm affords you, he continued. I'm only a few years older than you, and I'm making high six figures. If you're as sharp as I think you are, you'll make partner even earlier than I did. Briggs was flattered by Chad's compliment, although he wasn't sure if he was interested in the responsibilities of being a partner in a law firm. Sure, having lots of money would be great, and luxuries are a treat, but Briggs wanted more from life than work and success. He desired companionship and valued time spent with family and loved ones. His interest lay more in finding the perfect man he could enjoy long vacations traveling the world with. Chad may be impressed with the material things, but Briggs valued the people in his life above any fancy home, car, or clothes. That night, Briggs slept like a log, only to be awoken by Chad calling up to his room at an ungodly hour. Coffee's up. Let's power a cup and get our skis. I've got my lesson with that hot instructor, and I don't want to be late. Briggs rolled over in bed, groaning. Oh, what I wouldn't give for just ten more minutes of sleep. He knew asking Chad to chill out for a bit while he caught a few more Z's uh, wasn't going to go too well. <laughs> Instead, he shouted back, uh, Let me gear up. I'll be right down. Briggs hopped out of bed, excited to ski, before instantly collapsing back onto the mattress in 
agony. He looked down, horrified to see that the inflammation around his ankle had somehow gotten worse overnight. Oh, oof. Wow, I'll never get a ski boot over that ankle. Oh, it looks like I'm stuck in the lodge today. Briggs didn't want to dampen Chad's enthusiasm for skiing, so he dressed quickly and hobbled down the stairs. As expected, standing near the front door, Chad was fully dressed with two to-go cups of coffee for them. The lodge isn't very far. We can walk it. With a deep, cautious breath, Briggs broke the bad news to Chad about his sprain. Uh, Chad, my ankle's swollen today, and it's seriously throbbing. I'll join you in the lodge now, but I won't be able to ski today. Chad didn't miss a beat. That's okay. I've got my lessons. I wasn't going to ski with you anyway. If you're cool with hanging out in the lodge, that's fine by me. Let's just get ourselves out the door. I don't want to be late for my lesson. With only a little assistance from Chad, Briggs was able to make the short distance to the ski lodge. A short trudge through the fresh powdered snow put them directly in front of the ski rental window. I'll grab my skis and meet my instructor. Why don't you make yourself comfortable by the fire inside? When I take my lunch break, I'll join you, Chad told him. Briggs was happy to comply. Even though he'd prefer skiing, of course, getting caught up on all his work sounded like a better idea. The inside of the lodge was toasty and inviting. It was constructed of oak wood and decorated with heavy draperies. A large stone hearth with a roaring fire was the perfect place to set up shop for the day. A small table between the fireplace and a sizable double window was just the spot to make it the ideal location for today's office. Briggs could see the ski school entrance outside the large window. Beneath the sign stood a dashing, exuberant ski instructor. All Briggs could make out in the snow and glare was a gleaming smile, tight-fitting winter jacket, and ski pants that gave this young man a spectacular ass. Well, I guess that's Chad's instructor. <laughs> I'll give him one thing, he has excellent taste in men. It was barely a moment later when Chad skied up to the young man, boasting a toothy smile and a flirty gaze. Briggs shook his head in exasperation as he settled into a chair with his coffee and stack of paperwork. Chad was behaving like a schoolboy at a high school dance, nervously trying to gain favor with someone he had a crush on. He spared one more amused glance at his boss and his target— before getting back to work. Time flew. Before he realized how late it had become, a voice startled Briggs. Getting a lot done. It's lunch. Care to join me for a sandwich and soup? Briggs looked up to see Chad standing over him, his cheeks still red from the cold. Uh, 
Uh, I'd love to. I could use a break. I'd love to hear about how your lesson is going. Chad gave a bashful smile. I think it's going well, but all the guy wants to do is teach me how to ski. He's not picking up on any of my subtle propositions. This dude may be straight after all. Briggs laughed at the disappointment in Chad's voice. Well, you probably should have found out if he was into guys before you booked two days' worth of ski lessons you didn't need with him. Chad was quick to reply. Hey, I'm not done yet. Even the straightest of guys get curious under the right conditions. I hope to provide those conditions later. Briggs never understood the idea of trying to sleep with a straight man. He knew that some guys were into it, but not him. There were so many hot, gay men. Why bother trying to convince a straight bro into experimenting? Too much work. I'm too old to teach someone how to have gay sex, the 30-year-old young man thought to himself. I want someone who's already good at it. Lunch ended, and Chad announced, Round two with my little snow bro. Let's see how I do this afternoon. Chad zipped up his coat, fastened his ski boots, and with a loud clunk, clunk, clunk of said boots, made his way out of the lodge doors and back into the snow. Briggs settled by the fire once again. He casually gazed out the window as Chad waved at him. Chad's instructor was now by his side. This time, the sexy skier wasn't wearing goggles or a hat, and it was obvious why Chad was so taken by him. He was gorgeous. Piercing eyes, strong jaw, and absolutely unruly hair. Whew. Nothing wrong with that stud. Briggs laughed as he realized he was ogling a straight man. Watch out, Chad. Now I may have to put the work in myself to get that man in bed. As Briggs found himself getting lost in the hunky instructor's big, beautiful eyes, he was surprised when the instructor looked back at him and waved. You busted! I guess I was looking for a few seconds too long. Briggs awkwardly waved back and then bashfully returned to his work. Several hours again passed, and soon it was late afternoon. The familiar clunking of ski boots pulled Briggs's nose out of his work, just in time to see Chad collapse in the opposite chair. Well, still no answers. I invited him for a drink with me later, and he declined. Ugh. What's up with this guy? I guess I'll have one more shot at him tomorrow. Then I'll know if he's straight, gay, bi, or whatever. Briggs hit a smirk at Chad's melodramatics as he packed his things. Your timing is perfect. I finished my work for the weekend. Now it's time to relax and kick back. Let's do it then. I could use a drink. 
Chad loudly proclaimed as he headed for the lodge's front door. The two men were no sooner at the chalet before Chad took a flask out and started filling it with bourbon. Nothing like a good 20-year-old bourbon while hot-tubbing to melt away the day's stress. Give me five minutes to slip into my trunks, and we'll head back to the lodge and hit the hot tub near the ski lift. It's a private jacuzzi that only a few people know about. There's never anyone in it. It's my favorite place on the mountain. Sounds like a plan to me, Briggs replied. This weekend is turning out better than expected. Time to kick back and unwind, he thought to himself as he put his bathing suit on and covered his legs with warm clothes for the trek to the hot tub. Chad's phone rang just as they prepared to walk out the door. Hold on, it's the office. Let me see what's up. Briggs feared this call wouldn't be a short conversation. And he was right. Chad's call droned on and on. It was apparent that a visit to the hot tub was becoming less and less of a reality. Chad decided he needed privacy for his call, so he quickly asked the caller to hold as he addressed Briggs. Hey, this is going to take a while. Why don't you just head to the jacuzzi without me? I'll meet you there in a bit. Briggs quickly nodded his head yes and gave a thumbs up. He didn't need to be told twice to enjoy a relaxing jacuzzi in the snow. With a quick zip of his jacket and a flask of bourbon in his pocket, he made his way through the snow to the hot tub behind the lodge. The snow was piled high. White, glimmering walls surrounded a large wooden tub. Tall pine trees created a picturesque backdrop for his quaint oasis. It's curious how no one else is here to enjoy this beautiful spot, Briggs thought. I'd be in this tub every night if I lived around here. As Briggs approached the steaming hot water of the jacuzzi, he could see someone was already enjoying it. Oh, I hope they don't mind a little company. Briggs opened his coat and removed his jeans, revealing his swimsuit underneath. As he lowered himself into the steamy water, he recognized the other participant in the tub. Uh, could it, could it be? Chad's ski instructor? Oh, uh, I'll be cool. Don't act like a silly teenager around a hot hunk. Hi, you look familiar was the first words from the studly stranger's mouth. Hi, you look familiar. Are you Chad's friend? The sexy lawyer who works for him, who sprained his ankle and didn't ski today? Uh, hi, I'm Briggs. Yes, I'm Chad's friend. You must be the hot ski instructor he's taking lessons from. Hey, fair's fair. He called me sexy. I'll return the favor and call him hot. I guess so, he answered cheekily. Chad spoke highly of you today during our lesson. Well, that's good to hear, since he's my boss, Briggs replied with a smile. I'm glad he likes my work.
The instructor realized he hadn't properly introduced himself yet as he reached out to shake Briggs's hand. Hi, I'm Quentin. I'm Briggs. I said that already. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm sorry I couldn't ski today. I would have enjoyed taking a lesson too, but yes, I sprained my ankle the other day. Oh, it's not too bad, but I didn't think it was a good idea to ski on it either. It looks like I'll need to skip the slopes this weekend. Quentin lifted himself out of the water, so his bare, defined chest was now visible. Briggs could tell that he was a big man, definitely over six feet tall. He had amazing, furry chest hair, and the water that cascaded down his six-pack abs drew Briggs's eyes to a very clearly defined and impressive piece of equipment below his waist. I really wish I could hang out and get to know you better, but unfortunately... I've got dinner plans in town in about a half hour. I really wish I could hang out and get to know you better, but unfortunately, I've got dinner plans in town in about a half hour. I guess you'll be nursing your ankle in the lodge tomorrow, as I instruct you, buddy. Briggs caught his breath as his eyes fought to stay above the waistband of Quinton's wet, clingy swimsuit. Ah, uh, yeah, uh. Mm. Oh my god. Yes, I, I, I guess I'll return to my usual spot in front of the fireplace tomorrow. If you get a chance, stop in and say hi. Uh, perhaps you could join us for lunch. I know Chad would enjoy the company. Quentin laughed as he simply replied, oh, Let me see what I can do. Nice meeting you today. I'll see you tomorrow. Briggs quickly answered, Yeah, I hope to see you tomorrow. <clears throat> Quentin turned and stepped out of the hot tub. Briggs could feel himself get dizzy at the sight of this hunk's rock-hard glutes and muscular hairy legs. Quentin quickly wrapped a plush towel around himself and then disappeared with a smile and a wink behind a mound of snow. Briggs caught his breath and opened the flask of bourbon. He enjoyed a long, drawn sip as he sank lower into the hot tub and closed his eyes, savoring the view he had just enjoyed. The next morning came quickly. Like clockwork, Briggs was awoken by Chad again calling up from downstairs. "'I'm heading to the mountain for my lesson!' Care to walk over with me? If your ankle is better, you can take a lesson with me. Briggs stopped dead in his tracks. A lesson? Quinton in his tight ski pants and that killer smile? Oh, dare I say yes? Briggs looked at his ankle. It looked better. The swelling went down, but... Could he fit his foot in a boot? Was a hot hunk worth further aggravating his sore tendon? <sighs> well, Briggs laughed at his own silliness. Why chance hurting myself more over a cute boy? What am I thinking? He called down to Chad. Uh, 
I'll walk over with you, but I'm afraid I'm still not able to join you to ski today. Once at the lodge, Briggs sat in his now familiar fireside chair with his coffee and turned his attention to the view of the slopes. Out the window, he could see Chad awaiting Quinton's arrival. He was blissfully ignorant that he and Briggs had met the evening prior. Should I have mentioned I met his instructor in the hot tub last night? Would he be jealous? As Briggs pondered whether there was any wrongdoing in his activities in the hot tub, he could see a different instructor greeting Chad outside. Chad looked into the lodge at Briggs and shrugged. Both he and Briggs wondered what had happened to Quinn today. Why was another instructor skiing with him? The answer to Briggs's question came soon enough when he looked up to see Quentin standing before him on crutches. Oh my gosh, what, what happened? Are, are you okay? Briggs quickly asked. Quentin hobbled over and sat fireside. He had a sly grin on his face as he quietly answered, Nah, I'm fine. Between you and me, I'm just pretending to have twisted my leg so I didn't have to work. I couldn't stand the thought of spending another day with your boss shamelessly flirting with me. I thought it would be much more fun to take the day playing hooky and come in here so that I could shamelessly flirt with you instead. Briggs laughed. <laughs> well, they say all's fair in love and war. Quentin wholeheartedly agreed. The two men couldn't help but spend a long, smoldering moment staring into each other's eyes. They didn't speak, but volumes were said between them in the silence. Finally, Quinn asked, Feel like jumping in the hot tub again? I feel cheated that we only spent a few minutes together last night. Briggs hastily answered, Now? Quinton replied instantly, Yeah, now. Why not? Briggs happily conceded, uh, Sure, let's do it. I'll, I'll grab my swim trunks at the chalet and meet you there in 15 minutes. Quinton had a better idea. Well, actually, I'm staying in my uncle's house right now around the corner. He's got an even nicer hot tub than the one behind the lodge that we could use. But it seems like a waste of time since I'm only going to be taking them off yet when we get in the water. Well, Briggs liked the sound of that, but hesitated. A finger under his chin drew his gaze up, and he was suddenly face to face with Quentin. Wondering what your boss is going to think about us leaving together now? Briggs's voice slightly cracked as he meekly answered, <laughs> The thought did cross my mind. Quentin leaned forward and kissed Briggs deeply, passionately. He leaned into his hungry mouth 
as Briggs closed his eyes and focused all senses on the smell, taste, and feelings of this stud's soft lips pressed onto his. When they finally pulled apart, they both chuckled at Chad's stunned expression through the window. Quentin playfully chuckled. Tell him that, unfortunately, he couldn't score the sexy ski instructor this weekend. But you, <laughs> you did. Looks like the Iceman cameth that weekend. I guess you could say it was love at frost sight between these two men. They were indeed up to snow good in the hot tub on Sunday. Yeah, I apologize for all these puns I'm making. It's just that they are snow-brainers. Hey, don't blame me. I'm just the voice talent here. Steamy Stories is the podcast where a bromance turns... <laughs> snowmosexual. Okay, really, I'm done now. Each story and bad pun is written by J.C. Calciano and narrated the best I can by me, Casey. So, be sure to tune in next month when we tell you another steamy story. But until then... Later, bro.